Happy holidays, everyone. Woo! Don't stop believing. That's right. Can you, you tell we dressed for the occasion? We did. We wanted to do a little holiday special. <laughs> I, I feel like we've had the tree up because we want to milk it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. you want to you milk it. And I was like kind of passive about this for the past few weeks, which I feel people are. Okay. Because you know how we're aware, but like the spirit isn't as strong, but I feel the spirit's going to start this weekend. I'm already feeling it. You are? When I'm out and about, I just, I don't know what it is, but I, I feel like I'm the kind of person, like November 1st, I'm playing Christmas music. I don't care. Try and stop me. Like, I go all in. So I feel like I've been celebrating the holidays for a while now. The, the whole, <laughs> the whole like, Christmas songs, though, I haven't heard as much as I feel like I used to yet. Agreed. Like, it's about to maybe ramp up. But all our neighbors are decorating. Everyone's so that kind of gives you the vibe. Yeah. Are, did you decorate the outside of your house? That seems like quite the adventure. And you know what it says about someone who decorates the outside of, outside of their house? They are selfless. Ooh. They, they don't even see it other than when they come Ooh. and go for like two seconds. You're doing it for all the passerbyers. That and I feel a lot of people decorate outside if you have kids. It's for them, you yeah. know, like especially here in our neighborhood, there are just so many extravagant things, you know, and I feel like if you have kids, which a lot of people in this neighborhood do, it's for them, for them to be excited and see it. And of course, the passer people who pass by and our neighbor was telling us if you go down that street, there are just huge, huge decorations. Yeah. And as a kid, I remember there were certain neighborhoods we would drive through because, like, you would get in the car to go look at the lights. Oh, yeah. Like, it was a big thing, and there were certain neighborhoods that just went all out, and we'd be so excited to see. But I wonder if people do that. I'm sure they still do. But back then, it was such an activity because there wasn't that much to do. Well, now, if you do it extravagantly, you have a chance to go viral on Ooh. Instagram and TikTok. That adds the added bonus. Because I, if you watch someone decorate their house on TikTok or Instagram Reel, yeah. it's like amazing to just watch. I don't know why we like that. Like we, we we love watching someone like bake a cake or even I get a lot of good response on all the like upgrades I'm doing. Yeah. Like there's something about the human mind that loves to see like a naked house then dressed up or seeing like a trashed house or an overgrown lawn right. being manicured or, or like someone who's got a big beard and long hair and then they like fix it or teeth. Yeah, people just want to see that. And it's funny thinking back because there was this one family in Coral Springs. I think their name was the Paluzies. And every single holiday, it was known that this house was going like the extra mile. Like they would have been TikTok famous today. Yeah. And so you'd always go. I think they even like let you inside maybe. But I mean, when I talk about it was just the attraction. It was the holiday attraction. You had to go see this house. And it's funny that before social media, they did it just for the love of it, which is so special. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, more, more things were just done for the love of it. People Not would, to go TikTok viral. People would go. It all started back in like 2015, 2016 when people started, well, influencers anyway, started going to like the new brunch place just to be able to tag you're there and show the unique thick cut bacon avocado toast. Oh gosh. And it's just that added bonus, but that actually ended up working for me cuz that was one like the reason I'm in social media in general is that I understand that I can share my message, but there's also a business upside to it yeah. which really helps me. So anytime I think, "Oh, going to a pumpkin patch like could be fun. I want to see like the kids and like that's the upside, but an added upside is while I'm already there, I can get a cool video, which can get views, inspire people to go get a pumpkin, try to make people laugh, and then be paid. Here's the thing. Throughout the years, we always joked that Benjamin, or that Benjamin, that Freddie, <laughs> I was looking at Benjamin, I meant Freddie, that Freddie was, you know, somewhat of what one might call a wet blanket. And I think he's graduated now to just a little bit of a damp blanket. He's Ever since we moved to Florida, I feel like he's a lot more fun and he'll go and do things that are just kind of outside of his, not comfort zone, but just that he would normally do. Would you agree with that? Because I feel like you're not a stop and smell the roses sorry, kind of guy. Baby. Oh, did you, you hurt his head? head? I'm so sorry. I feel like he's not a stop and smell the roses kind of guy where I definitely am. Like if we were to go travel, say, 
to Europe or whatever. I am the one, I want to stop. I want to see every museum. I want to see every landmark. I find such joy in seeing the culture and just whatever it is. I feel like you're like, yeah, you'll get used to it. <laughs> yeah, a little Larry David. Well, I, I think for, for me though, without like making a dark joke, I feel some of my dark jokes go over people's heads and they get upset. <laughs> Like, I do a lot of this stuff in satire. Like, there's, like, some points sure, of truth to sure. it that I exaggerate for entertainment purposes for other people who understand the sarcasm or the dark humor part of it. Like, even when I did the whole thing on golf, like, so many people were, like, upset. I'm like, I was half kidding. Like, I don't hate golf. I'm looking forward to going on the 23rd yeah. with my whole family. Yeah. But, but there is truth in the fact that sometimes you're like, oh, five-hour commitment is a lot. Sure. Like, you know, like it's just a, a thing. But when it comes to even, you know, traveling or doing things, I, I'm just someone who just overthinks naturally. So I end up, I, I can't just enjoy the simple idea of like, oh, we're going to go see, like if you found the, if we Google what's the best house every year to go see the Christmas lights, I understand how I need to be grateful and go and enjoy someone doing this in Orlando. But at the same time, a part of me is overthinking it See, where I go, I don't really care. That's the thing. You understand you should be grateful. You don't feel that in the moment. That's just not how you're built. You're not like you, you, Freddie Smith, are not going to go drive up to a house and for about 10 minutes go, wow, look at that. Look at that. You're thinking, man, how much time did it take them to do this? How many cars pass by this house? Are they making any money? Yeah. Like that's how it's 100%. Like. You just nailed it. Like there's times that I get, and this is like bad, but I've tried my whole life to fix that. And it's just how I am. It's very so hard for are. me that's to okay. go to like, like we, there's like this hotel down the street, the Omni Hotel. And you would think I could just walk in and enjoy this ambiance. But my brain, without me trying, I'm trying to sit there and just have a beer, but I just go, like, they have two people on staff. I wonder what that's costing since this is empty. Or they have two pool tables in the back. That's a good way to drive business. And, like, this is such a beautiful place. And the person who owns this is on Always. a beach in a yacht hanging out somewhere. And I'm, like, everywhere I look, I see something that a multi-million dollar business yeah. created. And I'm sitting here going... Well, I can't just go take a four-week vacation to Europe or Italy right now, but the people who created every single thing that you see <laughs> can go do that. So my whole mind just goes, how did millions of people create this world and have the yeah. 2022 financial freedom to just do whatever they want to do? And so it's very rare for me to just sit back. I have to almost intellectually be grateful about it. Sure. It's not an innate feeling. No. That's so That comes in waves where I am hit sometimes. Like even if I'm like playing with the girls. Like there are yes. moments in yes. me that I feel I'm a real human being because I my heart <laughs> melts and I go, ooh, this is not here. It's here. Right. But mainly most of the things I do is all heavy. And have you always been that way? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so, but I never had the the intellectual like thought of understanding that I'm different in that way you know what even, i was like that as a kid well because even going back to a home video i saw of you at your parents where i think i brought this up before you were decorating the christmas tree with your mom and they were recording and your mom put one up and you go no 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 you go that doesn't go there it has to go here like you naturally were just yeah. like there's a right way and a wrong way as you like to yeah. put it <laughs> so well do it the right way well and, and i think that's the thing that i that i struggle with is is trying to you know, like that's, it's just who I am, but I have to watch sometimes because I don't want to ever come off ungrateful or, or it to come off like, you know. And it's not ungrateful. It's just every individual in this world is different. We are all made up of different makeup, different experiences. Yeah. And that's why I've always been so bothered by the fact that in school, there's only one way that they teach people. And even this conversation right now is showing we have the way we think is very different naturally naturally yeah. not that's not conditioned that's just who who we are innately and so when they try and teach you just one way that hey kids this is the only way to learn even gary v like he got d's and f's in school and he's one of the most successful entrepreneurs yeah. it's just people think differently they learn differently and so i just find that so fascinating that there isn't 
another way or other way. I mean, I know there are different schools and other individuals who have explored this and they kind of do it a little differently, but it's not, you know, universal yet by any means. Well, because we're, I think we're still going off of a, uh, strictly doing it for basic skills and, 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 and teaching people so they can create a career or a job. The curriculum hasn't changed to be about yourself growing as a person. Sure. So that's what's different. I think you can be a different person and think differently, but both be doctors or both be police officers or both be electricians. But also, but too, you're different as people, and that doesn't seem to be highlighted unless it's changed in the past 20 years. We wouldn't know. But even when you've been doing renovations in the house and box molding on certain walls, you sit and the way your brain works, you're like, okay, I'm mapping this out. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And I understand that obviously it, you need the math to make sure that everything is precise. But when I look at that and for me to sit down and map that out, it like I just have no interest. I see what I see in my head and I like to explain it to you to give you a vision and then I'd like you to come in with that precise mind and do all the numbers. I'm a wordsmith day day in, day in, day out. You know, that's well, what I like. I think, numbers. I think because we're in our mid-30s and we understand who we are, so now we have the luxury because we know who we are to focus on our strengths or weaknesses. Sure. When you're 17, you don't know who you are. That's very so true. you don't know if you're just being lazy or if you're just like being like, oh, I don't want to write an essay. Is it because you're not like me? I'm not a natural writer right. or am I just want to go play football? But when you right. become 34 years old and it comes to writing a property description for a real estate like sale that we're doing, I am not doing it. <laughs> like that is your thing Babe? when we're when we're presenting a property to an investor to purchase and we need to know what the cash on cash return is well, that's what i come I in i know and do. that too but i just have to look at it and figure it out for a second for you naturally you're like yes i love this number i love this number like yeah. even in school i very much i mean i got like straight a's but in math it was just i had to work a little extra harder because it just did, it wasn't my natural, like, love focus ability. I just had to study a little bit yeah. more on that subject. Because I think, is I wonder if the whole, like, left brain, right brain, right brain I thing. I think is so. True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of intelligence and right brain, left brain, and all this stuff, we have to talk about chat GPT. You've been trying to kind of explain this to me, but I... I need the, to explain. This is the greatest, this is the first, maybe not the first, but one of the first that I, I think is going to be taking off that is giving us an insight on what artificial intelligence really is and what it's capable of. Mm. Um, when I heard Gary Vaynerchuk talk about it, he goes, this reminds me of the day when I learned about Google that you could type something into a computer and get search results. And we were too young for that. Right. But if I look back and I go, oh my God, imagine for years, if you needed a piece of information, you had to call smart people that you knew, or you had to go to a library or look into an encyclopedia right. and like look yeah. around. And then the day that you found out that you could just go and search like, where's the nearest bakery <laughs> or how do I, how do I do this or yeah. how do I do that? Google Maps has well, that somewhere. Yeah, I think that's one of the greatest inventions of all time that we take for granted. granted. The, the idea that you can go, I want to drive to Ashtabula, Ohio, and within one second, it gives that's you the fastest crazy. route, and in real time, we'll update if a quicker route comes yeah. through all these. That, we take that for granted. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Until this became a thing. So Ooh. chat GPT is the first artificial intelligence that is creative. Like I can only give you an example of, of what it is. Um, so is this an app? It's not yet. It's a website. Yes, and it's eventually it's and on what's it's the on openai.com. But if you type in chat GPT, you'll see it's on OpenAI. You have to create an account and right now it's free. Uh, I think they were the quickest, I guess you'd call it app or whatever, to gain one million users. So they did it quicker than any other thing has ever done. So if I go to openai.com, I can find chat GPT. Or just Google chat GPT. GPT. What, do yep. we know what that stands for? I do not. Hmm. I could ask it and it would not. Oh, you should ask. Let's my session see. has expired, so I have to log in again with my credentials. So you have to log in every time? Not every time, but just 
I gotta see if it. Let's uh, see them work these bugs out. Let's well, see. I think that's what they're doing for everyone. But essentially, it doesn't just give you a variation of information for you to sift through. It actually gives you the answers and is creative. So I know I'm keeping you in suspense here, but let me <laughs> Better just... be good, Fred. Um, so let's try this. Okay. So I can type in to this OpenAI chat AI, and I can say, can you write me a birthday poem for my wife? We've been together 10 years have a son, Benji, enjoy dancing, traveling, and eating. Eating <laughs> Italian. I T A L I N. I don't know how to spell it. I T A L I T A L I. Italian food. Okay, so I'm asking this chat bot, can you write me a birthday poem for my wife? We've been together 10 years, have a son, Benji, enjoy dancing, traveling, and eating Italian food. All right, it's loading. Here's a possible birthday poem for you and your wife. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm so lucky to have a wife like you. 10 years we've been together through laughter and through stormy weather. We've shared so many special moments like dancing and traveling to different continents. We've built a life in a home and welcomed our little Benji to the world alone. I'm grateful for your love and care, and I'm excited to see what the future has in store. Happy birthday, my dear wife. I love you more than words can describe. Here's to many more years of joy and happiness and all the Italian food that we continue to savor and savoriness. <laughs> so maybe not the best example. No, listen. I mean, it's 95% there. For the average person that isn't trying to write a poem, I would just make a couple edits. Yeah. But... The fact that it did it that quickly. Or can you write a property description for a 2,000 square foot home with pool, high ceilings, and new roof, roof big backyard? Sure, here's a possible description. Welcome to your dream home. This spacious and well-maintained property is located in the desirable neighborhood and offers everything you need for comfortable and stylish living. The home boasts a generous 2,000 square feet of living space with high ceilings and plenty of natural light. The open concept floor plan includes a living room, dining area, and kitchen perfect for entertaining. The kitchen features modern appliances and plenty of counter space and storage space. The home also offers plenty of outdoor space to enjoy. The backyard features a sparkling pool, perfect for cooling off on hot summer days, and a large lawn for outdoor activities. The property also has a new roof providing peace of mind and energy savings. Don't miss out on the opportunity to own to own a beautiful and spacious home in a great location, book a showing today and fall in love with your new home. Wow. So this is again, just the beginning You're of this, starting. but the fact that you can just type in, like, give me a, can you write me a workout plan to build your chest four days a week? Can you give me 10 content yeah. ideas for real estate agents? Like no matter what you would pay someone to do, the app Well, this it. is gonna be really big, I feel, um for businesses i don't quite think yet it's going to take over the copywriting jobs because i mean it's it's very very good for what it's doing but i wonder if eventually they'll have like different tabs of oh we want beginner um verbiage we want advanced it can do all that well but i mean right now that that's beginner in my opinion it's great for what the technology is a new italian I'm so into it. i love it can you write me a press release for a new Italian restaurant opening in Orlando, Florida, which has live mu... It doesn't spell check. <laughs> I, I didn't realize how bad of a speller I am until... Orlando, Florida, which has live music and fresh... 
Okay, can you write me a press release for a new Italian restaurant opening in Orlando, Florida, which has live music and fresh bread? So if we open that, we would have to sit down and think, well, how do we put a blog post out? How do we right. do all this? Now we just type it in and hit go, and let's see what comes up here. Orlando, Florida, get ready for a dining experience like no other. Freddie and Alyssa's Italian Restaurant is a new Italian restaurant opening Orlando, offering authentic and delicious Italian, cu delicious <laughs> Italian cuisine in a vibrant and welcoming atmosphere. Our restaurant is proud to serve fresh and flavorful dishes made with the finest ingredients sourced from local farms and markets. Our menu features classic Italian favorites as well as innovation and modern twists on traditional recipes. But that's not all. The Freddie and Alyssa Italian restaurant also offers live music on select evenings, providing the perfect soundtrack for your dining experience. And to make your meal even more special, we bake our own bread daily, ensuring that every bite is bursting with flavor. Join us at Freddie and Alyssa's Italian restaurant and discover the true taste of Italy in Orlando. Our doors open on this date and we can't wait to welcome you to our restaurant. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. I feel like they heard me talking smack and they really leveled up on this one. That was a better example. That was. That's great. Just to write. That quickly is Can you write fantastic. me a press release of a new Italian restaurant opening in Orlando, Florida, which has live music and fresh bread? To turn that into this. It's insane. So basically this technology has absorbed endless amounts of information from, I'm assuming, the, the internet. internet. And now the technology knows, oh, press release, oh, property description. And that's how they're able to, yeah. oh, poems, you know, roses are red, violets are blue. Like, how they know that? Can you write me? Oh, gosh. A... Last one. All right, here's, here's, here's another one. Okay. Can you write me a blog post? In Spanish. Does well, it... of course it will do that, it but then I won't be that? able to read it. Can you write me a blog post detailing how to have a successful Christmas party. I have one other idea I want to see okay. after this and then we'll be done. Can you write me a blog post detailing how to have a successful Christmas party? The holiday season is here. And that means it's time to start planning your Christmas party. Whether you're hosting a small gathering to close friends and family or a large office party, there are some key steps to ensure the event's success. First and foremost, make sure to set a date and time for the party. Anyway, it goes on and on and on. Next, think about the theme and decorations of the party. Traditional colors for Christmas are red, green, and gold, but you can feel free to mix it up, decorate the space, the food and drink plan. I mean, it will give you a blog post. Like, you would sit four years ago and write a blog post thing. that would take you three hours, they're still going. This is still going. This is a blog post and it's not plagiarized. So people mm. were people were talking about, well, is this gonna change? Now you can just tell it to write an essay about Dr. Seuss and oh, turn it into God, college. And that. all of the plagiarism apps that teachers can use to see if it was plagiarized, it, 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 it doesn't even plagiarize it, it just takes and formulates That's its own unique thing. What they'll do. All right, this is what I'm curious. Can you go, can you write me? Hold on. I, I have... gotta stop that. Stop AI. It's experiencing high demand right now. I wanted to see if it could write me a funny caption for my Instagram photo about X, Y, okay. and Z. Okay, can you write me a funny caption for my instagram photo of, of me wearing a santa costume and drinking hot chocolate <laughs> so can you write me a funny caption for my instagram photo of me wearing a santa costume and drinking hot chocolate if this will be impressive like does it get jokes and humor Hot cocoa is on the nice list this year, but I'm still trying to figure out where I stand. Yes. I love that. It was funny. Yeah. So it does humor. So, but that was the whole thing. And then I, the last thing I'll say about it is there I was love a that. there was a Impressive. YouTuber who did. Um, can you write me ten YouTube daily habits? that can create success. And it 
wrote it and he posted it. And Graham Stephan, who's a big YouTuber, goes, this was the best post they ever did. It was the most beautiful 10 steps I could ever have. And he later, two weeks later, came out and said he was doing this as an experiment. He goes, can AI be more creative and more educational than human beings? And I guess he, this, I forget what the creator's name, but the whole point is that this is still just brand new, but it's giving you an idea of like, like, Moral it's gonna, of the oh. story, be nice to Siri and Alexa because you never know who's going to well, be in charge and one day. And we're also, I forgot about this. There, the, the, I'm giving you just like small examples. I can tell it to write a movie script in the in the form of like, let me do one when last Harry one. Harry met Sally. Yeah. Um, a rom-com. Yeah. Can you write me a movie syn... How do you spell synopsis? Oh, here it is. Can you write me a movie synopsis... For a couple in New York. For a couple meeting in New York as a... Quentin, how do you spell Tarantino? T-A-R-I-N-T-I-N-O, Tarantino. Can you write me a movie synopsis for a couple meeting in New York as a Quentin Tarantino movie? It's not a rom-com. <laughs> well, I just wanted to see if you like mixed it up completely. In the bustling city of New York, two young lovers meet by chance. John is struggling artist living in the Lower East Side, while Mary is an inspiring actress working as a waitress to make ends meet. Despite their different backgrounds, the two quickly hit it off and begin a passionate love affair. As their relationship deepens, they find themselves drawn into the city's seedy underbelly, encountering colorful characters in dangerous situations at every turn. They must navigate a complex web of love, loyalty, and betrayal as they fight to stay alive and stay together in the city that can both be thrilling and deadly. With the intense action, sharp dialogue, and stylish visuals, this is a quintessential Quentin Tarantino film exploring the themes of love and violence in a way that only he can. So this is the movie synopsis for a couple meeting in... Well, hot damn. <laughs> I think the examples I did are getting better. I think it's over for us. I will say, though, I noticed a little grammar issues. Like, Mary is a aspiring actress. Mary is an aspiring actress. Well, yeah. Little things like that. But but I would I sit mean, around. My I would, gosh. I would sit around with my writing partner, Nate, and we wrote, like, six scripts. And you, the whole point of, like, six hours and beer was to pace and feel, well, what would be, like, a good idea? If, like, what if somebody was, like, reborn? Or what if somebody was doing – and you try right, to create. Now right. you can just throw ideas and it's going to generate that. But I think Or if you're does... even looking for a log line. Yep. So, like, you already wrote the script, but you just want let's to do. Let's know. do – all right, last one. Sorry. Let's do, let's do a log line. It got a lot better. Let's do a log line for um, Unplugged. Okay. Can you write a – Movie log line for a movie about a high school reunion where no technology is allowed at the safe resort. Even though I love it. Can you write a movie log line for a movie about a high school reunion where no technology is allowed at the resort? Sure. Here's a possible logline for a movie about high school reunion where technology is banned at the resort. When a group of old friends reunite at a remote mountain resort in their high school reunion, they soon realize that the escort owner has banned all forms of technology, <laughs> forcing them to reconnect with each other and themselves in ways they never expected. As the weekend progresses, old tensions and secrets resurface, and the friends must navigate their complex relationships without the distractions of their phones and devices. Can they overcome their differences Okay, and rekindle their friendships, or will the lack of technology drive them read, further apart? Read ours. Read ours. That is identical where, to what we wrote. Where is your... Go, where? go to IMDb. I know ours is like identical to that. We asked the same questions. Maybe they looked ours up. That is weird. Well, because we, we don't have the resort thing, or I just kind of made that up, but like... Yeah, we didn't have a resort, but it was literally... That is crazy. That creative sourcing of... 
But there must be obviously a style of writing a logline because that is very, very similar to the one we wrote. Well, one of the most intelligent systems ever created worded it exactly the same as we did. So we should feel proud. But, we, but if the movie never Maybe gets made, then what are we going to do? unplugged him. I have to go through me because unplugged won't come up. It should. I got to go through May. Days of our lives. That's not it. I took it down. What do you mean you took it down? I took Unplugged down. Why? I think it's only on Pro. <sighs> You're anyway, so annoying. no we, one's going to think we're no, lying. We're we not ha- lying, it, but it was, it's very impressive that we wrote identical to that. It was it at was, the very bottom about will the yeah being forced to deal with old issues or, or is will it, secrets resurface yeah. and ruin the entire weekend or whatever that wild. I'm having way too much fun with well, this. Well, we're done now with that. Okay. We've done, we've done enough. But speaking of like new technology, have you seen the latest feature on Instagram everyone's like freaking out about? No. You have not? I is it the whole like away message? Yeah, so basically on Instagram now you can put a they're calling it a note up. And so if you go to your inbox, you can see any of your friends who have posted a note in the last 24 hours. And everyone's flipping out because it's very reminiscent of like old aim away messages. It only can be like a sentence long. It only you only can see people um, that follow you back. So it's very much like maybe they're trying to have connection with real life friends. Yeah. But I'm like, are they doing this because they want us all to get in our feels and feel like we're on like BBM or AIM? But a lot of people that were on my list hated it. Everyone's freaking out. People don't like change. I feel. Well, what would you use it for? That's what I'm trying to figure out because there are some people I watched who were making jokes. Some people were updating where they were at. Some people were doing quotes. Some people were asking questions. So I don't know. I mean, I guess it's an away message. What did we use away messages for back in the day? Music lyrics? (laughs) I don't even know. Well, because back in the day, what would be the purpose of an away message on AIM? To let people know what you were up to because there were no cell phones. So someone could log in to AIM and you could have a message posted that you're at your sister's soccer game. Yeah, BRB. Hmm. Just so people had an idea where you were at because back then you couldn't text. You could page and you could leave. My friends and I used to leave little um, like numbers like 143, I love you. That just meant, you know, different codes, I guess. But back then you couldn't just be like, hey, Freddie, where are you at? If you didn't have a cell phone, which you didn't because... Those weren't really a thing yet. I almost feel like ev- everything starts out as, um, as like a good, like genuine, like social media, like that seems like amazing for friends. So sure. that if you haven't talked to a friend in a while and you're like, oh, they're, 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 they're doing this or that, but then you would post about it. But I don't know what else would be in the, like I don't know what I would ever put there. Like, I mean, renovate, painting the kitchen today. Like who cares. <laughs> Well, that's what I used to feel about Twitter. <laughs> that's why. Because I, I rarely use Twitter. I don't think I've used it in a year. I don't know what to say in just two sentences. Like, oh my God, chat GTP is amazing. I just like, I don't, feel... I've never understood what to say on Twitter. Well, I feel Twitter is very heavy. A lot goes down. A lot of people fight about stuff. It's kind of like the dark web at times. And I just don't really know what to add there. I mean... You can always promote that there's a new podcast out or, you know, whatever it may be. But I don't know. Me personally, and I love writing. That's one of my favorite things. But I never really found that niche of this is what I want to say. I don't know. It just never felt organic for me. But I never found the North Star to follow. Uh Like I always need, you know, again, to circle back to the beginning of this. Like I have, like I won't just tweet something if I don't understand like where I'm going. Like yeah. if someone put out a plan and said, if you do this strategy and you tweet about this topic every day for the next six months, it could create this. I, for me just to say something and just have a bunch of strangers just chat about it, Like I don't understand. I, I, I literally spend zero time on Twitter, so I don't even know the culture. All I hear is is political uh, tweets. That's basically what every journal right. journalist or every right. news anchor talks about. Like someone so tweeted this, and this person fired back with this tweet. Right. And but they, I'm sure there's a bigger they do culture. That. On there. And I think for me, when I look at what's trending, because I, I used to do that a lot. I don't quite do it as much anymore. 
but you see whatever's going on in the world and people just retweet, respond to it, get in fights in the argument or arguments in the chat or not the chat and the thread. So if, so if like a new, if Drake comes out with this new album, people are going to be like, oh my God, this is fire. What's your favorite song? This is my favorite song. No, this is my favorite song. Yeah. Oh, that was the trash album. Yeah. Drake's lost his cool. Who are you to say he's exactly. lost his cool? He's been on the top of the charts for 500 weeks. That's a lyric in his new song, which you clearly didn't listen to the album. Precisely. I don't know. That Something doesn't like seem that. appealing. Yeah, I mean, same. That's probably why we haven't used it. That's okay. I wanted to bring back Vine. I want Elon to bring back Vine. He will. So that we can just, instead of just tweeting, there's another button, like how YouTube is doing it. Like YouTube has its long form and then a little shorts button. Yeah. I would love for I could go to Twitter, click on Vine, and then upload my videos. Yep. I think it's coming. I just think he's got other priorities right now, but like... Of course it's coming. What were you telling me the other day? It's called Twitter Files. What is that? Is that loaded? That's very loaded. loaded. I don't want to get into that. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Yeah. I I honestly don't even know. I'm just seeing like videos about it. But he's just essentially digging into the back office of what was going on on Twitter. Was there suppression of information? Were there coordinated attacks to shadow ban people if you look them up and Uh, so because he has access to the back office now he's exposing what was going on behind the scenes and so it's it's coming up that it's not so much a conspiracy that people thought that conservative voices were being more suppressed or that people were being labeled certain things which was giving them less reach Mm -hmm. and they were also going hardcore on COVID misinformation that if someone had a different opinion about the vaccine, that was being labeled misinformation, not allowing people to debate whether you should get it or not. Hmm. So he's kind of digging up all that stuff, which is causing a lot of controversy. Controversy. But I haven't spent much time other than like those three or four TikTok videos that I've seen people talk about it, which also could be bias because I don't know who those creators are. Yeah. But I, I am seeing the tweets. So. Well, you never know until you do your own research. But there's yeah. always a lot of stuff going on in the world, and you never really know until you start digging around. Yeah. I mean, I dig around a lot. Yeah, I, I, I got you, you, you got to give me credit that I, because we talk about it, that, that I stay out of politics. Because you and I talk about it? Yeah. Like, I, oh, I there's yeah. even been people in the comments who are like, talk Yum. politics, and she hates it. But I spend a lot, like, I know a lot about what's going on in a lot of different fields. And I'm also not extreme. So I really understand. But I also do lean a certain way. But I'm not allowed to talk about politics. Oh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. (laughs) It kills me because there's so many things that go on that I think I have good takes on that aren't to offend people. Just an interesting take. That's fine. But I've always told you, if you want to chat that topic, start. Uh, another podcast Ugh. because for me yawn boring not interested I just I just don't not that I'm not well versed in it and see what's going on in the world but I just don't really enjoy talking about it not even on the pod in life in general I just I just want nothing to do with it well I however <laughs> in like 2015 I would have been one of those idiots on Hollywood Boulevard that Jimmy Kimmel would send a reporter out to and go, hey, do you know the vice president? And I'd be like, no, maybe I did. But I had, I knew nothing about politics. I got into politics about six years ago. But you were also like 22 years old. You were young. No, six years ago, I was Oh, like did you say six years ago? Yeah. But oh, like I had no idea about politics. Like I wasn't so ignorant, but I learned a lot in the past six years and it never seemed worth it. But it's slowly getting to a point where it seems like it almost well, needs to be start talked your about. own podcast. It can be Fred. Things are very wild. And I think I think I have different perspectives just to share. All I don't right. care to change people's minds. I just want to like share unique things on very, very hot topics. Well, Enjoy. I don't know if I want to start a new segment where then it's all politics. Because you know, you know, the the reason I, the only hesitation I have is that the only response you're basically going to get is the audience agreeing or disagreeing with you very emotionally. Yeah. Like if I said something that you agreed with wholeheartedly, 
you would be so excited and you'd be like, oh my God, I feel the same way. We're part of the same team. And then the other person who's like, how could you ever believe in that? I can't believe you, Fred. I've been watching you for this many years. This is just ridiculous. And that's what it just breeds. But this is why politics and that topic can be very sensitive, why I personally don't like speaking about it. Because in real life, for me, I have a circle of friends who all have vastly different ideals and just you know things that they believe in when it comes to different topics different views politics wise i love and respect every single one of my friends and i love and respect all of their differing opinions on it you know some i agree with some i don't i see things from both sides for me that i'll agree or disagree with i kind of hate being like cornered into one single like box and you're like this is all this is all you can be and so because in real life I love so many people who are all so different, have such different beliefs. I don't like coming and talking about it on the internet because people on the internet don't always have the respect that I have for my friends, my friends have for me. So I don't like huh. putting myself in that position because it's like, I know in real life the people I love and that respect, but you don't get that on the internet. So like for me, I'm like, I don't want to even it, open up that box. That is very true though, because if somebody that you've known for 12 years has a, a opinion about something that came out politically, you'd be like, you what? And then you talk about it, yeah. but you don't think they're evil no. because you're like, well, why do you think this? But you respect each other. Yes. On the internet, if you're scrolling and there's a random person who's just like, this should be this way. And you're like, what the, what? Yep. And there are always going to be two sides and two opinions and two sides that are going to be rude to you. So I'm like, I'm out. I'm not interested. Well, and you, and the other part is that being in the middle doesn't um, doesn't create because that's the other thing that's very tricky about politics is that people understand that emotional things get people to do what the algorithms love. So yes. it's very manipulative. Yes. And that's what yes. also on the with me that kills me is that how I understand that if you say something, especially in politics, you're going to get people like audience members of ours mm -hmm. who are on the right and on the left yeah. who are going to be happy or upset, but you're going to feel the need to want to comment because you're emotional and you're going to feel the need to share and you're going to want to sit and listen why I'm why do I believe this and all those metrics yeah. push the video. So people are more likely to engage of me saying I'm pro-Biden or pro-Trump. People are more likely to engage in that video because it's emotional to you rather than me saying Freddie found a new hobby. You're like, oh, cool. But you're not emotional about that. Right. But that's what these news networks and these social media political commentators understand. Them what? saying that all children or all men or all women, that gets people fired up, which gets them click and builds them revenue. Yep. So keeping people emotional and fighting is what's generating money. And that's sure. what's very sad. So there is a need and there's only a few people doing it that do have beliefs on both sides, but aren't taking the easy way out, which I'm doing right now, which is like, hey, I'm in the center. I believe on both sides, which is true. But that doesn't move the needle for the for the whole world to get yeah. your opinion out there. Yeah. But what we see on the right or what we see on the left are very extreme, hardcore, never getting off my views. But there's a few people out there that are saying, look, I agree on the left on this and they're right here, but here's why. And here's why this is the problem. And they're taking a stand, right. but they're not like, I'm tattooing this on my chest. Right. Right. So there is a need for that, but you just basically, again, get people who go, yeah, I agree. And then people who are mad. I don't think people's minds are being changed. And that's the that's the problem. And we're just everyone's buddy. Generally heads with on politics everything. though, people's minds don't change, and that's why I don't like talking about it. It's very rare. You have to find someone very open minded who's willing to learn or have their eyes opened on whatever it might be. Otherwise, generally people are very set in their ways. And that is the one thing, politics, that people just they believe what they believe. They they don't want their mind to be swayed. People are very passionate well, about it. It's a, it's a very well, sensitive If you're passionate topic. about something and you go on that team for 5 years and then you don't want to realize that you were wrong because everything and every too. conversation, every cocktail party, every tweet, everything you've ever said, you're going to feel like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I was bamboozled." <laughs> oh so it's attached to people's ego. Yeah. And it's just, and it's also kind of boring because 
I've just heard it all. Like every time you hear people, they're like, Trump was the greatest or Trump was the worst. And you're just like, Trump was the greatest. Why? Well, the unemployment and, and people just rattle off the same stuff. And then, well, why was, why was he the worst? And just right, rattle off the same stuff. stuff. So anytime you're at a holiday thing or a get together and people are having this conversation, you're just like, I don't want to hear what every other political commentator has just listed. Yeah. You just heard that on CNN. You just heard have that on Fox. Have your own opinion. But, but people don't have time to dig into their own opinion. For the most part, people are just looking, going, all right, what is going on? How should I feel today? All right, so talking points are this. All right, so if anyone says anything, these are the three things that are, these are the three things to say. Because people are busy. They don't have two hours to sit like some people do to go through and go, well, wait a minute. What, what's going on with this topic on both sides and deep? And what's the data on it? And what, what do they have? The and what's time, all this stuff? Baby. But also, what is the point of it unless you're going to, Try to change the world or make go. money doing it. Nope. Otherwise, you're just causing fires. There are a lot of fires out there. <laughs> well, I feel I got to beat around the bush. You got to talk a little bit about your politics. Not really. Not yes, really. really. Yeah, I Not think really. Listen, that was my, Chris, my Christmas gift to you. That I got to beat around the political bush. There you go, baby. Beat around the political, political bush. bush. Ooh, maybe that's your new podcast name. <laughs> I don't know. I sure as hell wouldn't want to do it by myself. Well, last thing I'll say. All right. So, if I started a podcast beating around the political bush, the the, the problem with doing a solo pod, which I've thought about doing many times, just like as extra stuff, because I'm interested in so many things, um, but not it wouldn't be political. When you talk to camera. The energy of it is kind of like I'm sharing with you like very deeply right now. Like this is why chat GPT is amazing. This is why you should utilize it in your business. Like I'm telling people. Right. If you're doing a political podcast and you're just like, if you voted here or this is why you should do this, it's so like, like at people. Yeah. It would be amazing to have someone who is politically the same kind of energy I am, who's not like an extreme, like over the top, like- right but is also kind of leans one way, but the opposite of me. But yet we can still have mm. a conversation because this way you can genuinely talk and people watching can kind of go, oh, here's two people with different beliefs on certain policies or certain laws or certain people or how things are done, but I can kind of relate to one of them and they're leading by example by not shutting each other down with name calling or calling each other stupid. They're actually trying to work through why we feel this yeah. way. And that could be good for the audience. Sure. But you've got to be able to take a stand. You can't just do what a lot of people are doing, which is just kind of backing out, not wanting to be involved, and just being like, I'm in the center. I like people on both sides, which of course we like people on both sides. Everyone in our family voted differently. And we all know everyone's good people. No one's evil for who they voted for. Yeah. But I don't know. Beating around the political bush. Beating don't get me started the political on this stuff. bush. Start it. <sighs> anyway. Start it. Then I don't have to pod. dodge the topics anymore. <laughs> what a well, pod today. I guess to wrap things up, it's been a crazy year, 2022, because we're not going to see the beautiful people until sometime next year. Is that... Yeah, we're doing our, uh, our little holiday uh, hiatus, Ooh. but let's give people a, a date this time. Give them a date. We made a boo-boo last time. Pull a calendar out for your wife. All right. So today is the 14th. One, two, three, four. I think Jan 18th? Yeah. That feels good. Give us a little time to get rocking. Yeah. Let, Especially yeah, this week yeah. is not going to be a no, week to... No, that won't work. Let's do the 18th. 18th. January 18th. We will be back. There will not be a Christmas tree behind us any longer. But we were kind of discussing it. We're like, it could be really cool to do seasons of the show because it allows us to get our other projects handled and then come back and fully be here and, you know. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Present. Yeah. Present. Present. Well, it, and it makes it it makes it more fun to promote too. We're just like, hey, like we're off for five weeks. Hey, we're back for six weeks now. So the next six weeks is like, I like it in segments yes, so that yes. it becomes like a project like that. Yes. Um, however, if you don't want to wait five weeks, we do a membership podcast every Sunday. Uh, we've been doing so for two and a half years. So if you can't go 
five weeks without us, you can consider becoming a member and we do that every Sunday. So we don't take hiatuses on the Sunday podcast. We've done uh, 92 episodes actually, Ooh, or 91. Boy. So it's been going on for a while. We built a really great community over there. Um, and now, especially since we're gonna be basically breaking this into seasons, if you wanna consistently have that weekly Friday and Lessa show, then you consider becoming a member. It's clicking join now on YouTube or support now on Facebook, and you'll get an additional podcast every single Sunday. Um, but we will be back with the uh, with the public podcast on January 18th, Wednesday, and we'll do a nice four, six, eight week run again and fill you in on everything going on in life and kicking the year off um, with a positive start. That's like right. We really want to do that. So, uh, but yeah, we're wishing you all just an amazing, happy, safe, positive holiday, new year. All Enjoy yourself. Stuff. Enjoy. Make it good. Love, embrace. Yes. Play with chat gpt oh write yourself a poem for your loved ones <laughs> if you're looking maybe for don't gift. lie and say that a robot wrote it but <laughs> play with it it's a lot of fun and don't be strangers you know we're always on ig some yeah tiktok facebook wherever you're watching this we'll definitely still be posting there and we just love you guys we appreciate you so much i can't believe another year is in the bag i mean we're going into 2023 we started the podcast in what year 2019 no, 2018. 20, don't tell me it's 2018. 2018. So, yeah, 19, 20, wow. 21, 22. So this will be year five, five in April. That is wild. And so with that being said, though, thank you guys for being on the journey. Whether this is your first pod or you've been like an OG since the beginning. Yeah. We just love, we appreciate you. We obviously couldn't be doing this without you. you. So, <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. Um, and th Yeah, thank you for being open to get to know us, too. Like, I, I think that's... I, I've been getting more and more comfortable of like really just trying to just share more parts of me and mm -hmm. us like having fun. Like I feel like we've gotten a lot more personal comfortable. and comfortable yeah. and uh, you've just all been kind mm -hmm. throughout that. And especially five years uh, of doing this, of having conversations every week and and um, not only thinking of you all to be entertaining, you know, to, to have you keep coming back. We as much as we sit around and chat, we know we have to be interesting and entertaining or educational for you to yeah. have the value and enjoy this. But it's also been a very crazy five years. <laughs> and every one of us has gone through ups and downs. Yeah. And you've kind of just been that support and stuck with us during the, you know, starting the podcast to, to being on the show, to leaving the show, to moving to Florida, to COVID, to you know, moving like we like we've getting had, like, married, getting like every like we've buying a house like we've had yeah. such an interesting journey, and um, I'm just ready to continue to open up more in 2023, yeah. and we and just, just appreciate you yeah, being by our side, truly sharing like so much more. So yeah. I I, I want to just thank you and um, happy holidays to you. Benji wants to say and thank Benji you wants too. to say He's happy been holidays sleeping. as he well. He was a good boy. Say happy holidays. Say happy holidays. <laughs> All right, y'all. We love you so much. We appreciate you. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. And we'll see you back here in January. 2023. Take Come care, on. everyone. Bye.